Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Today is simple. I got it together. I didn't have to. I gave it a little thought this morning. I actually got up and um, went to the gym. <laughs> and I make time for that, too. Man, that's... But that, that, that's, that's, that's kind of what I want to speak with everybody about today because I want to remind you, and if you haven't heard it, I'm going to share it with you. I want to tell you, I want to just talk to you about effort today. Just about effort. 
you know, it's 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 a word that people use to describe um, sometimes trying. But what I found out about trying is trying is just a noble way of saying you didn't get it done. I tried. When the, and then everybody go, well, he tried. He that was the best. Well, that's that's not exactly true. Though. That that's that's not exactly true, you all. And I, and I, and I want to talk to you about that because I don't want you to be one of the people who just tried. See, trying, I mean, I got to tell you, to, to attempt something, you're going to have to first try. But I want you to change your mindset from trying to getting it done. See, that's a, that's a big difference. When you say, I'm going to get it done, and when somebody says to me, I'm going to try, those are two different people I'm talking to. I'm really more apt to listen to the person that says to me, I'm going to get it done. Because trying to me, I know what that means, man. And oftentimes when you've tried, have you ever noticed that you've not gotten it done? It's because when you go in with the mindset of trying, I'm going to try. What try does is it allows you to fail. Trying allows you to fail. Because if all you're going to do is try, anybody can try. It's the person that has the mindset that I'm going to get it done. It's the person who changes the complexion of things, who changes the outcome of things, who gets a different results. I'm going to get it done is very different than I'm going to try. You know, look, man, I know, I know this sounds a little harsh. But, but you got to stop feeding yourself these little old wise sayings that ain't, it was a valiant try. Hey, man, you talk to anybody that took second place in the Super Bowl and see how they feel about their valiant try. The only way to gain God's real blessing is you have to try something. Steve, you backpedaling. No, listen to me close. You have to put forth an effort to to uh, allow God to put his finger on something to bless on your behalf. You must start to attempt. Now, in saying getting it done and I'm going to try, that's a different of two different faiths to me. That I'm just talking about me now. You may be different, so I, I can't I can't say this about you. But I can say this about me. If I say I'm going to get it done, I have a lot of faith in it. I am going to get it done because I just don't see failure as an option a lot of times. Now, if somebody says to me, like the Olympic team invited me out to curl one day, which is throw these stones on the ice. If you're not familiar with it, it's very simple. And so I said, Man, I'd like to give that a try. I went in full well knowing I may not come away from this little curling lesson as a person who could make the Olympic team. I just wanted to try it because I thought it looked cool and I always wanted to get it done. Well, I failed twice. I threw a stone completely into the other lane. I lost that little ice shoe. It shot out under me. But you know what? I kept trying, though. I kept trying until I got four of them stones in that circle right where I aim. 
But now, had I given up after I fell, after I threw that stone in the other lane, after I shot my shoe down all the way to the bottom side, the little ice shoe they give you, I never would have did it. But because I was trying, something got me together a little bit because of my effort, and it caused me not to fall the next time, not to throw it in the other lane, not to shoot my shoe to the back of the wall. All of a sudden, my trying became something. Now, had I stayed out there and it wasn't so cold and I went back week after week after week after week, I promise you, I could get it done. I could at least know how to compete in a game of curling. Might not be the best, I might not win the championship, but I could have got it done to the point where I could have competed in a game of curling. So sometimes, if you're scared to say I'm going to get it done, just go out there and get started. You know, learn from every attempt that you make. See, don't quit writing yourself off as a failure every time something don't go right. When I fell on that ice, I could have said, man, I can't curl. But hold up, man, I'm watching four other women out here curl, four other dudes out here curling, little kids out here curling. Hold up, partner. You know, man. So I learned when I threw that stone on the other ice, when I when I fell, when, when my shoe shot off. I learned from every attempt a little bit more about it. And then I said to myself one point in time, man, I'm going to get this stone in that circle. I'm going to get this stone in this circle. And guess what? I got it done. Now, what you saying to me, Steve? I'm saying to you that you got to get started that you got to put forth an effort. Give God something to bless. Oh, God, bless me. Oh, God, bless me. Bless you what? Bless you where? Bless you how? Stop basing your results on what you're thinking. You got to think higher. You get God in your life, man. He allows you to think higher, bigger, better, more. I'm sitting up here in my debt. I came up with a plan to get out of debt in five years. I came up with this plan, right? And I was sitting up and I was tripping on it. Now I said, wait a minute, man, hold up. And this, this is what I came up with. I said, God created heaven and earth, all of it, the mountains, the sky, the valleys, the ocean, the trees, the birds, all of this, man, Mount Everest, the Gobi Desert, the Indian Ocean, all of it, made all of it in six days. And then he rested on the seventh. So why am I taking to God the five-year plan? If he can create heaven and earth in six days, why am I walking in there talking about help me in five years? How is it going to take God five years to get me out of debt and he made heaven and earth in six days? Do the math here, man. I ain't that big. You ain't that big. You ain't in that much trouble. I ain't in that much trouble. See, God got a way of showing you some things, man, but it's going to take some faith, and faith going to take some effort on your part. Man, get out and do something, man. You God will bless you a little bit, and he'll give you a little bit more courage, and then all them attempts you making is going, and all this, oh, i try. You know what that turned into? I'm going to get it done. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to do because trying to pay your rent and not paying your rent is two different things. You can, uh, you can try to pay your, pay your rent or you can get it done. Now, how long you think you're going to stay in that house trying? 
you got to go with the mindset of getting it done. And if you can put some stuff out there and give God a chance to put his finger on it and bless it for you, the most stuff he can do for you. Quit looking around at what everybody else got and go and get some of it for yourself, okay? All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your attention, please? I'd like to welcome the two new affiliates, Dayton, Ohio. What's the call letters in Dayton, uh, Carla? Uh, W-R-O-U. 92, w? 92.1. Yeah. O-U. Mm-hmm. Rue to the Q. <laughs> <laughs> that, welcome to W-R-O-U, uh, Almighty Dayton, Ohio. Uh, O-R Patterson High School. Home of the late great Wayne Knowles and my main man, Marvelous Marvin Horton. I would also like to say good morning to Daryl Bennett over at Bennett's Barbershop. Been cutting hair since he was in college. Keep it up, man. Wonder Love saying, What's up to you, boy? Yeah. And in the great status of SIP, we in Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> J Town. Good morning, everybody. Call it for real. Good morning, Steve Harvey. What's up? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing but a party. Ain't nothing but a party. What's up, Junior? What's up, Unc? I'm broadcasting live from Vegas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you in Vegas? Mm-hmm. That's why yeah, you're so morning. happy. You haven't even been to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm delirious. Mm-hmm. Yes, you There's love There's a difference Vegas. between being happy and delirious. He's sad. What's up, Tommy Tom? Doggy dog, you got to tell me now. Roulette, baby, yeah. what you do? What you do? Uh, I'm up. I'm up 18. A- eight, 18 what? 100? 18,000. What? Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm up 18,000. Do you know I would have left Vegas? Yes. For what? After 18,000? We on the plane. We okay. headed on back home. Okay, jackpot. What? I'm trying to get this before these people start looking for me. 18. And somebody sitting over here in the studio with his mouth poked out. What's wrong with you, Junior? Because he, he in Vegas and his sidekick is here. And you're the sidekick. <laughs> when I go, I go to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I took Junior to Vegas, he ain't been the same. Oh. He okay. came back from the fight. He was different. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't see how he left me. <laughs> when you got on there, you didn't see me. Why didn't you no. go, Junior? I had to work. You had to what? I had to work. He had to work. <laughs> he had to work. And work for who? Him. <laughs> he had to work. Junior, just so you feel better, the plane was full, man. All the tickets was. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Listen, okay. We going to go, though. You gonna, you owe me. <laughs> but he's sitting over there like a little kid. Yeah, I see him. And with his left phone. Yeah. I owe you. <laughs> yeah, uh, he owe me a trip. Oh, I like that, Junior. Wait a minute. I don't never minute. ask Dog. for nothing, huh? No, I took you to Vegas. The first time, how old you? Another one. Yeah. Every time you go, he yeah, goes. Yeah. When I move, you move. Cool. Just, Just like that. that. <laughs> hey, Damn. DJ, bring it back. <laughs> so, okay. Now you know that's your Vegas partner right yeah. there. Mm. You ever rode a fun I ride before? You. Yeah. Don't you want to do it again? All the time. That's what this is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I see. I can't believe it. I see your point, dude. How he don't see that? Yeah. I understand. That's what it's like when you. That's what it's like when you get married, do you? You don't get to ride the fun. This is the day after the birthday. The day after wife's birthday. What in the world? Are you sure you want to say? (laughs) (laughs) Just like when you get married, Junior. (laughs) What is wrong with him? 
My bad. I got carried away. I got carried away. I'm sorry. Yes, you will at 32 after the hour. We're going to talk about finances and all of that at 32 after. Maybe marriage. That's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Nephew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody, it's Jan Thing Brown. Are you feeling sluggish and weighed down to start the new year off? Well, guess what I am, too. And I bet you didn't know it's probably because of your digestive system. So I was thinking we should do something about it. And who doesn't love a challenge? Metamucil's got a two-week challenge that's super easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down so you feel lighter and more regular. And who don't want that? So give it a try and check it out. Metamucil.com and sign up now. Okay, Steve. So, you know, last break, you're in Vegas. You've been partying and gambling all night. What are you there for, though? Can you tell us? You haven't met Oh, uh, the business? CES conference. What's that? Uh, it's a tech conference out here in Vegas. Uh, you know, opportunities are out here, you know, yeah, investing you... opportunities, mm-hmm. chances to partner with some the next greatest tech firm or, you know, app oh, opportunity. Okay. You never know. And I've had some interesting meetings out here. Uh, very, very blessed and fortunate, man. I was a, uh, one of the speakers yesterday. Nice. And so uh, I was interviewed by uh, so a gentleman that heads up Variety Magazine on stage in front of a room full of tech people. So it was interesting. Okay. You All hustling. Right, boy, that dog on Steve Harvey know how to fall. You, you, so you, how are you finna make some money, though? Tell me what you finna well, you know, you you partner with people. You know, I, I look for partnerships that's meaningful. I look for people who are looking for uh, an equity partner. You know, mm-hmm. that they can okay. share in their business idea, and maybe they don't have the platform that I have. Maybe like I'm in 66 percent of all American homes in one shape, form, or another. We talk to between seven and nine million people every week on this radio show. Yes, we do. And thank I got you. a pretty big, uh, you know, social media platform. Mm-hmm. So I'm on radio, TV, and social media, mm-hmm. and I can promote from any angle. That's that's pretty. That's something to offer. That's but, a big brand. And on top of all that, mm-hmm. yeah. Hell, I'm famous. There it is. <laughs> So you're going to have what? But like, as hell, though. Yeah. Famous yeah. as. Famous <laughs> yeah. as. Yeah. That's good and bad, now. Yeah. Like, I be doing yes, you, it is. I That's know good, you're and good and bad. Yeah. But you know how I realized he was really famous? How? When he stopped traffic in Times Square in the middle of the day. Mm. What were they doing? Oh, oh Ed, nobody's moving. Because it's Steve. There goes Steve Hawk. Hey. Hell no. Yeah. They can't believe it. <laughs> Isn't it amazing when yeah. you see that? When you see that. We he's saw just it, we saw it in, in yes. Paris. We saw traffic stop. Yes. I said, man. We, we. We, we. French the paparazzi. <laughs> God, dog. Yeah, but so, you know what's crazy? My kids the same way. They're not Why impressed. Why are they calling him all the time? I want to go, what the hell are you oh, yeah. talking about? Why yeah, you're you're daddy for them. Huh? Yeah. 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 Daddy. Dad, 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 could you pay us attention? <laughs> you ain't no fan. Yeah. 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 I saw an interview with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and he was talking about. Uh, I'm, no, I take that back. Uh, Johnny Depp, Jack Johnny Sparrow, Depp. Okay. right from Pirates of the Caribbean. So he's thinking he's doing big things because he's Jack Sparrow, Pirates of the Caribbean, to his son. He invited Robert Downey Jr. over, and so for dinner, his kids was like, Iron Man coming over here. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I'm, I'm Jack Sparrow. They was like, but Iron Man is yeah. coming over here. Dad. For real. 
<laughs> so he was like, dang. Get on your ship and leave. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool, though, Steve. That's oh, really, man. really cool. It's crazy yeah. to see that. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, you just come out here and you try to make connections. I've met some really interesting people. It's some sharp African Americans out here. Not enough. Good. By a long shot, but Good, some but really sharp ones out here that I've yeah. met. You know, I mean, I do business with anybody. I'm just... It's good when you see uh, African-Americans yes. out here in the tech field because that's where everything is headed. So, you know, that's how you can make some I, money. it was a pleasure to sit and talk with some of them. You know, we had a good time. And uh, I'll do today. I'll be out here today. I'll leave tonight, but we'll walk the floor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, try to make some contacts, man. See what we can come up with. See if I can, you know. Get that paper. That's why hit, hit one over the wall. You Get know that what I'm paper. saying? Yeah. Let me ask you this, Steve. I was watching the news and I saw this report on uh, CNBC, and you know, it was talking about how these, the government shutdown and how the federal workers are in financial limbo, and it brought a spotlight. This government shutdown of how people are not just government employees. We're living paycheck to paycheck. Oh yeah. You know, and they're saying this was a there was a survey on Career Builder that said that 10 percent of Americans with salaries of more than one hundred thousand dollars as well live paycheck to paycheck. So what Absolutely. kind of yeah, what kind of financial advice can you give people, Steve? So I'm going to gonna tell you something, man. It really is difficult not to live paycheck to paycheck because what jobs do is they pay you enough to get to the next check. Mm-hmm. You end up working. And so you want something to show for your work. You want a new car. You know, you want some new furniture. Yeah. You want you want your wife to upgrade the kitchen. You know, you want a lot of different things in life. And it costs money. Mm-hmm. So when you don't have the money, you extend yourself debt-wise. And that's understandable. That's human nature. It just takes a couple of emergencies in one year. Mm-hmm. to throw off your financial structure. Yeah. If you've been saving 15% and then you have a, a 75% emergency that takes up 75% of your check, well, how do you recover from that? Right. Uh-huh. Especially after you after you have to go into your money that you keep trying to save and all of a sudden you got to go into that to get out this emergency. Yeah. It <laughs> becomes quite difficult not to live check to check. And so... The only thing, and, and, and I'm just so people can stop feeling horrible about themselves. Once you hit that emergency stash twice, we well, we really know, in an emergency. No, it's a crisis. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know, the, I want people to stop feeling so bad because you live in paycheck to paycheck because okay. a, a, a lot of people are. <laughs> yeah. Stop feeling bad about that because you check to check because mm-hmm. the, the majority of the people are. Yeah. And so what you want to do is to get out of living paycheck to paycheck. My own solution I've ever had is not to cut back. My solution has always been make more. Right. I'm sorry. I, it's the only way. It may not be the most professional advice you can get, but my thought is to make more. Who wants to go to work and then try to cut, cut their cable off so they can save money? 
Wow. Turn your damn car in so you can save money. Not carpool. Man, hell. <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, hey, everybody. I'm here. I made it. Hey, uh, Shirley. Morning. What's up, Shirley? Where you been, Shirley? Traffic. Traffic jam. Okay? Traffic jam. It can't be the first uh, week back. Well, we well hold on. We'll be right back. You don't come in here and just close out breaks <laughs> like you've been sitting here. We'll be right no, back with it. Shirley after this. <laughs> right. Run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, in entertainment news, Meek Mill. Whoa. Why is he in this? Why is he protesting lace front wigs? Uh-uh. Well, he ain't by himself. What? Meek just got out not too long ago, did he? Uh-uh. We're not having that, though. You know social media was not having this. Uh-uh. They weren't. Clap back. Yep, 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 So when Meek was in jail, ain't nobody had no lace front in there. Will you be quiet? Somebody had a lace front in there. But nephew Tommy is here, of course. He's going to run that prank back. We'll talk about Meek Mill coming up, though, nephew. All right, here we go. What you got for us? A heart of a brother. Brother, let's run that. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach uh, Alan. This is Alan. Alan, how you doing, man? My name is Bobby, Bobby Booker. Uh, what what can I do for you? I got your number, man, from the uh, from the hospital. Did you just, uh, within the last, I guess, three, four months, did you get a, a, a heart transplant? Within three and a half months ago, yeah, I did. I did, three and a half months ago. Okay. How, 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 how you been feeling, man? Uh, actually, good. I'm actually up and around faster than I thought it was going to be. You know, so I- I'm doing well. Thank you. Are you with our? Yeah. Are you are, are are you with the hospital? No, no, I'm not. Uh, actually, you know, I, they gave me your number, man. I hope you okay with it. But you, you, you actually, uh, the the heart that you got was from from my brother, uh, Troy. And, oh my uh, God! Really? Yeah, that was my brother. My wow. brother passed oh, away. I'm so sorry about your brother, but wow, I gotta tell you, he saved my life, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I, I, you know, I just wanted to call you, man. I hope you don't mind. You know, no, no, not at all. You know, it, it, it's kind of like a little bit of my brother is, is, is still living. You know what I mean? It kind of, kind of feels like my brother's still living. So, I, yeah. well, it, it's a good nice. thing. It's, it's a good yeah, thing. That I'm just is glad. A good thing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 let me ask you this, man. I'm just curious because you, you, you're Caucasian, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm white. Yeah. Do you feel any any different having a black man's heart in your body? <laughs> no, no, I I don't feel any different. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. I didn't really think about it though. Uh, and, and this this will just make me and the rest of the family feel good that we knew what he was dedicated to and the things that right. really matter matter to him. Would you feel all right? Joining the NAACP? Uh, is that? Are there some people who are going to be upset that I join? I mean, is that okay? Uh, no, nah, well, you know, I, I don't know about anybody being upset, man. It's just I know my brother that that's what he was a part of, and you know, you you walking around with with his heart, man. It it would just feel different, it'd feel great, you know, to have to feel like he would be back in there doing what he what he was doing and and, and fighting for 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 uh, injustice for the black community. Now, are you a Democratic or Republican? Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. I I, I was Republican until Trump, and now I'm just really. I, I, I'm kind of on the fence. I mean, that guy's an idiot. You you did vote for Trump? I did not, but I am a Republican. Okay. So I, and the reason why, you know, because I'm just curious, man, because I, what, I, what I would hate to see is, you know, when 2020 come around, you know, you, you over there in the voting booth, you know, with my brother Blackheart, 
and you in there, you know, voting Republican, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and that's something that I know my brother wouldn't be doing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just I, I, I'm just asking. Well, I mean, I'm not happy with Trump, but if someone else in the Republican Party runs and I, I agree with them, I, I'm not, I, it's, it's kind of like it's my heart now. I can't change my point of view just because of that. I mean, it's yeah, but, 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 a but, crazy. But, no, but what you're not going to do, though, man, is be in there with my brother, Black Heart, and you up in there making some decisions that I know my brother wouldn't do. You see what I'm saying? That's a long what? way off, man, but I can't promise you that. I mean, if somebody runs that I like, I mean, I'm going to vote the way I feel. My heart and my head tell me to vote. No, well, see, I mean, no, 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 hold on, hold on. See, no, don't, don't say what my heart, because that ain't your heart. You understand? That's my brother's heart. So you got every right to ask me what you think my brother would feel in his heart, and I'll tell you. You understand what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't. That's the way I feel. Hey, man, let me ask you something. Have you, have you been, like, craving different kind of foods that you don't normally eat? Have you, you been looking what? at... I don't know. I mean, girl, like greens. Like my brother ate a lot of greens. Did you? Do you feel like you'd be wanting some greens sometimes? Oh, I like greens occasionally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all of a sudden, do you like uh, uh, women who have big butts? Well, I love women in general. I didn't think about specifics, but you know, if they're good looking, they're good looking. Well, wait, wait a minute. What the f- kind of call is this, man? I mean, you're asking me all these random questions. Well, what? I don't understand where this is coming from. It's coming from my brother's heart. That's where it's coming from. You got my brother Black Heart inside of you. You know. Yeah. I'm asking you. I'm asking you to do what my brother would do, not what you would do. You you, you want to do it from your heart, and then you're doing it from my brother's heart. When you first called me about your brother, I was excited. Now I'm thinking, how the f- did the hospital give you just this number, and you get to call me up? That's privileged information. You shouldn't get to just call me and ask me all these f-ing random questions, man. I just got a heart transplant. Now you're starting to get me worked up. If I'm not trying to get you worked up. Well, you all I'm trying that, to... Man. Okay, okay. Well, well let, me, let me just calm down. All I know is you got Troy heart inside of you, and I'm trying to let you know the kind of person Troy is. Okay, so let me, let me ask you this. Has your music changed? Are you listening to more R&B now? R&B? Well, I do like R&B, but I listen to hard rock, too. That hasn't changed. Because what's in Troy heart going to stay in Troy heart. You understand? So you got to have, that's in your heart now. Greens, big butts, NAACP. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, I'm trying to tell you about Troy. Are you crying, man? I'm trying to tell you about Troy. Hey, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't, I, I know you miss your brother. Don't, damn, I'm so, oh. Okay, let me, let me say this. Let me say okay. this. Okay. Since you got my brother heart, I think it's only right that me and you we get together and go to go to a Jay Z concert together. I think that's only right. A, a Jay Z and Beyonce concert, we go together because that's what me and my brother did. We we would go see them perform. Well, I mean, they are two of the best of all time. So, am I buying both the tickets? Oh, that's f-ed up. You got your heart, and you worry about who gonna pay for some tickets? I didn't know. I thought maybe you might want to treat your brother one last time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Listen, I'm really, uh, I'm really sorry. I mean, I get upset. I didn't mean to yell at you. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you listen to black radio? Sometimes I do listen to black radio. Do you ever listen to, this, to the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Well, yeah, he's one of the best, man. I used to follow him when he was on Family Feud. He's great. Why? why? He's got a nephew on the show, and he, and he does prank phone calls. Yeah. 
and that would be me. Alan, this is Nephew Tommy, baby. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. You oh, get got... the f*** out. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm not kidding, baby. Oh, my God, dude. You almost gave me a second heart attack. Jesus. Oh, my God. You've been pranked, man, by your wife, Robin, and her co-worker, Bridget Potnick. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? It's your show, baby. Steve Harvey. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about Meek Mill and and his protest over lace front wigs. Really, Meek? What? Get a real cause if you're going to protest something. Uh, Social media wasn't having it. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, tomorrow morning, guys, make sure you tune into the Steve Harvey Morning Show because Kevin Hart will be our very special guest host hey. tomorrow. Here we go, Kevin. Yeah. Come on, baby. Kev? Anybody yeah. see his interview? Uh, I saw a little part of it. Uh, Good Morning America. Good Morning America. GMA with Michael Strahan. One thing he said that I loved, and he said it repeatedly throughout the interview, I'm done with it. I'm moving on. I'm done with it. So what do you have to say about this, Kevin? I'm, I'm, I'm done. Say this. I'm done with it. <laughs> well, what about this? What I'm was a, he referring to? The, about the whole, you know, Oscar controversy, you know, with the um, gay statements he had made. That, that, that right back, there, back, he back took back that in the too far. Yeah. Yeah. The man apologized some time ago. Years ago. Yes. Yeah. And, and recently, recently, recently he apologized too. again, yeah. so that's why he said he's, yeah. he's done. So he'll be with us tomorrow to yeah. chop it up, Steve. Yeah, but yeah, he's not going to talk about that. <laughs> I can tell you that. Well, he's going to talk about on it on this damn show. That's on, what he's going to do. Based on that interview, he's done. <laughs> We're going to have fun. I don't give a what he said on GMA. He yeah. said because it's never enough. All right, so uh, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about um, Kevin's new movie. It's called The Upside with Brian Cranston. That looks that good. Looks so uh, that looks good. Yeah, that looks really good. So join us tomorrow morning for Kevin Hart. And in other news, Steve, many women, I know everybody wears a lace front wig from time to time. We wear weaves. We wear we wear whatever we want to wear. Yes. I'm going to color my hair. And y'all I'm wear it well. Thank you. But apparently, Meek Mill, who knew? I didn't know you had on no lace front wig. I'm just going to keep it warm. <laughs> yeah, you don't. If, if they're done right, you don't no, know. I don't, I don't that's, know. That's the thing, Steve. If they're done right, you don't if know. If you don't take it off in front of me, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you got it on. I you love know? it, Tommy. I love it. Just don't take it off so in front of me. So you're not upset about I'm it? I'm not no. upset about it. Okay. No, no, no problem. But technically, it ain't none of my damn business. Exactly. As long as you she looks good. You know what I'm saying? Look, if you're not my woman. I can't comment on what you're doing with your hair. Right, but you're not my woman. Meek Mill, Steve said, uh, lace front wigs are whack. I'm protesting them. And after being trolled, Meek issued this response. I'm sorry, I just had a few bad lace uh, experiences that traumatized me. He said, you ever get food poisoning from eating something and never want to eat it again? He said, that's the I've same feeling. <laughs> that is the same feeling. He said, I'm off Twitter. I'm still not ready for okay, this Okay, let me uh, some, explain lace front to me. Okay, lace front, how they make them, they put like um, hair, weave hair or wig hair on top of, you know what a piece of like um, nylon st- uh, Mesh. Uh, hose yeah. or yeah. stocking Netting looks like? like. Yeah. yeah. Different, yeah, yeah. different forms. And, they, and it, it matches the, your skin color, so you can't tell where the wig begins and your skin ends. And it, okay. it, they, do it, really, oh, they okay. do it really well. Okay, but if you can tell, it's probably where Meek has. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly oh, what you Oh, like if your stock. Back 
up your head. <laughs> you know what? Or it's, or it's too far down on your forehead. Or you made your like, point. Yes. Like right above no, your eyebrows. I'm just eyebrow. saying. I, I kind of think I know where he's going. With it. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Too much baby hair yeah. out. You know uh, something. If your lace front don't match the hair that's showing <laughs> in. If your lace front ain't the only hair that's in the front. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> we got to go. Let's head on over to Miss Anna News. Please. If your lace front Will is a lace introduce- next. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> well, maybe your lace front is a lace next. <laughs> the next piece of hair you see other than yours. And as the club gets longer in the night, more and more of your hair is being exposed. <laughs> it's glued on, so that should not be the case. Please introduce Miss Ann. Well, it shifted, and now meat done seen it. Glue melt when it get hot. Miss Ann. Yeah, you can't get out of jail and see that. That ain't what you want to see when you get out of jail. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody, and good morning. Okay, this is Antrip with the news. President Trump held a brief meeting on the southern border wall issue yesterday. I mean, like, real brief, with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Democratic Leader Charles Schumer. But Vice President Mike Pence says the meeting pretty much ended as soon as it began and that it was the fault, he says, of the Democrats. The president called the question in the meeting. He asked Speaker Pelosi that if he opened things up quickly, if he reopened the government quickly, would she be willing uh, to agree to funding for a wall uh, or a barrier on the southern border? And when she said no, the president said goodbye. However, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her take on the meeting a little different. What the president is claiming to be the situation at the border is not solved by a wall. And we have been for border security. We take our oath to protect and defend the American people very seriously. This week, federal workers uh, will miss uh, their first paychecks, and Senator Charles Schumer is accusing the president of having a temper tantrum. Mr. Trump is going to be visiting the wall uh, today, by the way. He's going to be in Texas. He's also brought the White House lawyer with him. Despite President Trump's claim of GOP solidarity on his side, at least three Senate Republicans, by the way, have expressed support for reopening the government while talks about border security continue. That's what the Democrats want. Some 800,000 federal workers are either working for deferred pay or furlough due to the partial shutdown now in its third week. According to two Senate Intelligence Committee reports, Russian operatives aggressively targeted black Americans over social media in 2016 and tried to discourage them from voting. So as to help Donald Trump get elected. The reports also reveal that since Trump's election that Moscow has been using the Internet to inflame racial tensions and push Trump's social agenda. And that while some other ethnic and religious groups were the focus of one or two Facebook pages and Instagram accounts that the black community was targeted by dozens. After voters in Wisconsin, by the way, voted in a new governor last November, a Democrat named Tony Ebers, Republicans who still dominate that state's legislature quickly made moves to cut off the incoming governor's political legs. So they passed a bunch of bills during a not publicized lame duck session last month. And under the new laws, Governor Ebers will not be, for instance, able to modify the state's voter ID law. His control over the state's job creation agency will be limited. Another measure keeps him from keeping his campaign promise to pull Wisconsin out of the multi-state federal lawsuit designed to get rid of Obamacare. Governor Ebers says he's considering his options, his legal options. According to a new study, about 65 percent of Americans say they're in debt. Twenty-five percent of them think they'll die that way. However, households with incomes of about $50,000, get this, they feel that they'll be out of debt 
the soonest. I don't know why, but they do. Finally, it's Sleepyheads Day. Oh, don't you wish you could sleep in today? I know. I hear you. This is Antrip with the news. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to TMZ, you know, man, this R. Kelly thing, uh, well, in any way, he's not going to be charged for allegedly giving a woman STD, an STD, after the cops in Dallas closed their investigation. Wow. Boy, he's like, he's slippery, isn't he? Well. Who is this? This is R. Kelly. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Dallas PD looked into allegations that R. Kelly uh, gave an anonymous young woman an STD after allegedly holding her captive as his sex slave we in 2017. We saw that in, yeah. in the docu We saw series. it in the docu, right. Uh-huh. And so that, you don't get charged for holding somebody captive? This is about giving her the STD. Uh, they're working on uh, probably the captive captivity part and all that. You know, there's uh, stuff going on in um, uh, uh, Georgia and in Chicago. And and no charges will be brought against R in uh, connection to that case. Now, this is also according to TMZ. The woman filed a police report last year, 2018, claiming she'd met Kelly in Dallas the year before. She claimed he restrained her, plied her with alcohol and drugs, and gave her an STD. However, the alleged victim says the incident occurred in New York City, and she will personally fly from Texas to Manhattan in the near future to file a police report. Meanwhile, R. Kelly is currently being investigated, like I just said, in Fulton County District Attorney's Office in Georgia, and the State Attorney's Office in Chicago has made a plea for any witnesses or victims to come forward to contact her office at 773-674-6492. That's 773-674-6492. So I I understand what they're saying. She's saying that... She met him in Dallas, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. what went down was in New York. And happened in so New you York. see why Dallas didn't they file. Don't have no, it's not mm-hmm. there. Yeah, they okay. didn't file the charges. So now she says, well, I will go to New York. To New York. I'll fly up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, Steve. Yeah. This is. I don't I don't know what hmm. what all that means for him. Uh, I'm not, you know. <sighs> this is a mess. Well, I mean, hopefully. I'm more of a proponent of. Uh-uh. Him just getting his ass beat. He was going to say that. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a proponent for that. All these court cases and stuff. You know, we can't vote and none of like that. I just say, you know, it's good old solid paperwork. ass whooping. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, you're yeah. paperwork. You got a selected yeah. jury, taxpayer money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we fix all to. this. Yeah. You Gr- let them two daddies that was on the special get in the room with him. You Kelly. Dog. Yeah. The greatest <laughs> lessons have been really handled by ass whooping. The best I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean. I've seen a lot of things get cured. <laughs> there may be something to that because he's been in and out of court for years and years and years and nothing's ever happened to him. So, That's you know, you guys may have something. The right thing. You guys may have something there. You know, and nobody has ever been acquitted of ass. <laughs> Coming up at uh, 34 after the hour, Steve, Beyonce shops at Target. Yeah, saw the B. pictures. Yes. Go ahead, B. And we'll talk about finances right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, yes, Beyonce, the one and only, was spotted at a Los Angeles area Target. We all shop at Target. Yes, so not mad at her. Can you imagine going down the aisle and seeing Beyonce? What's going on? So she was not pushing the basket, though. She was not doing that. She had Her people were doing that. She was just, you know, strutting. Yes, it's hard like not to go does. get them tiles. Them I don't tiles push mine either when I go in there. That ain't special. <laughs> one fan tweeted a snapshot of her in the baby aisle. Wearing an orange jumpsuit and some white sunglasses, they wrote, anyone in Westwood, Beyonce is at Target right now. This is not a drill. <laughs> this is not a drill. Get, get on down here. <laughs> yes. So our question this hour, would you shop at a discount store like Target or Walmart, even if you and your spouse were worth a billion dollars? Yeah. 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 I love Target. Oh, I would. What? I love Walmart. What? Target. I Walmart. nowhere near that. And I go to Walmart, Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. Myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, there is a survey that says we're uncomfortable dealing with and talking about our finances. How uncomfortable? 32% would rather go uh, down to the DMV than work on a financial plan. Wow. <laughs> That's saying a lot. Yeah, 20% would rather spend an hour in jail than come up with a five-year financial plan. Wow. Yeah, that, and an, a year in jail? What, an hour in jail, I mean? Five-year financial plan? 34% would rather post their most embarrassing photo of themselves on social media than post a screenshot of their account balances. Where are you in all of this, Steve? Oh, we can put his account balance up there. All that financial stuff. I ain't going to jail. I <laughs> know. For, for an, an hour? hour? Yeah, no. Jail for what? For what? Over some money? Well, it's something that you yeah, avoid. You yeah, just, you just don't want to deal with You don't want to deal it. with the budgeting and, I don't, and all I don't that. like the financial meetings I have to have. I don't like them. My wife and I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? And um, the part I don't like is I yeah what don't you, know, you like about it's it? It's always you know you got to hire people to watch over things for you because mm-hmm. you know when it's coming in from a couple of different angles you got to have people keep an eye on it and then you got to pay these taxes and you got to make yes, sure you, you're getting all the write-offs that you qualify for mm-hmm. you know so instead of just spending this money that what you do with the money you got to have receipt what was it right. for. You know, and all like that. You be answering a lot of questions. I don't want to do it because I don't let them really ask me nothing about my money. <laughs> See, yeah. that's what the survey yes. is saying. Yes. Yes. I really don't. Don't ask me what I did with it. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's like coming out here to Vegas. So I think you're you know, part of I withdraw cash to come here. Yeah. You must be part of my that 34%, CFO. Steve. What? They'd rather post their most embarrassing picture of themselves on social media than post a screenshot of their account balances. <laughs> I think oh, that's you know your. I'll take a picture naked for I do. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're part of that group. <laughs> yeah, I'd be ass naked on Instagram. I'll show y'all these accounts. What's going to happen? I'd you? rather you be talking about body parts. I'd <laughs> be like, you, see? Not, Look at his butt. We not be going to be discussing this. <laughs> you don't understand the begging that's going to be behind that. Oh, my yeah, God. Shot. Steve Harvey is tricky. God. I know. <laughs> Naked Steve Harvey. Harvey. All right, then. Oh, yeah. so you going to try to say you ain't got it? <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. That's exactly it, Steve. What about you, uh, Junior? What? Which which category would you be in? 30? I just started making money. I'll show you. 
<laughs> Done. Just got this. Done. <laughs> Man. You're, in, you're not what? in either one of these categories. I don't even care. Look right. at this. <laughs> Man, you would have seen me six years ago? Look at God. <laughs> Look at God. Junior, yeah. Junior, right. Junior, how many bank accounts you got? Four. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Four different bank okay. accounts. All right, yeah. well, nephew, I hate to ask you, mm. which category would you be in? I know you don't want to spend an no, hour in jail. I ain't going bank no damn jail. Tell got. me how many bank accounts you got. Uh, <laughs> Are y'all serious? Eight. I got eight. All right, now. Yeah, I got eight of them. All right, nephew, Tom. That's a lot, yeah. I ain't finna put it up there for everybody to look at them. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, <laughs> so you're, you're over there with Steve, 34%. All right, go to Steve Harvey FM to comment. Uh, nephew Tommy's prank phone call is coming up next. What you got for us, Neff? We'll find out right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. I thought I found the perfect man. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Mm. You say that <laughs> right now, though, the nephew's here with today's <laughs> good prank money. phone call. <laughs> Nephew, what's on you? What you got? Early, this right here, uh-huh. truck driver exchange. Uh-oh. Mm. Is truck that good? What driver exchange. Now, Carla, when you call mm. a brother who was a truck driver here in the United States uh-huh. and tell him we finna send you to South Africa, to drive for six months over there. Oh, this don't go too well. Who you play too much? Here, this, this don't go too well. <laughs> this don't go too well. Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach Franklin. Yeah, this is Franklin. Hey, Franklin, how you doing? This is Roosevelt giving you a call from Human Resources. Human Resources. Hey, hey, what's up, Roosevelt? What can I do for you? I, I, all right, man. I'm calling you from Human Resources. We're transit partners. Where you uh been you've been driving trucks for us for uh quite some time now. What are you you six 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 and a half years right now? Man, I'm eight and a half years. He's two years short, baby. <laughs> okay, eight and a half years. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Enjoying this road life, man. I love working with you guys, man. The benefits is there. I mean, um, I'm surprised to get a call from you. I mean. I mean, hope everything well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're on the road right now. You're probably driving. I wanted to give you a call. And uh, is this a bad time? Or can you talk right now? Yeah, I actually pulled over, man. I had to get something to eat, man. Okay, okay. So, listen, let me tell you what's going on here with, uh, with GTP. What we're doing is we are doing uh, some job exchange. And uh, some of the uh, drivers that we have uh, have been pulled out of a pool, and uh, some of you guys are going to be actually driving in different places now. So for the next six months, uh, within the next thirty days here, Franklin, you're going to be um, you're uh, you're going to be driving trucks in South Africa. You're going to be well, uh, for for about six for about six about six months. You're going to drive in South Africa. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, listen, I ain't got no problem with South Africa, but y'all, y'all. I'm not going on no South Africa. I don't okay. even know how to drive on the right-hand side of the road, man. I love Africans. I love everything about Africa, but I'm not going. I got a family out here in the United States of America, and you're trying to tell me I got to go to South Africa. Come on, man. What type of are you on, man? It, it, it's, it's, frankly, it's part of the job exchange is what it is, man. I okay. don't know what type you're of only, job exchange y'all got going on, man. I don't want to be part of that job exchange. No, no. I'm not going to no damn South Africa. This is okay, not but, happening, but, but, man. 
This is listen to me, Franklin. Six months and you'll be back in the states. Okay, let me let me say what this. What type to you, of though, National Geographic program y'all got going on, man? I don't know this, what this, y'all got going on that y'all calling me. I'm in the middle of the parking lot trying to eat me a cheeseburger from being on the road all night, and you talking about sending me to South Africa? What type of are you on, man? There's some foreign exchange program y'all got going on. I'm not this, being this, part of this. You pulled my name out of pool like it was a. Susu to come tell me that I'm up to be driving in South Africa. This must be a joke. No, no, I'm, no, no, I'm no. not. So you, no, this no, is a good, no, this no. is a good, this is a good thing though, Franklin. I think you're gonna like it. And no, um, no it's not a know, good thing. What are you telling me? It's a good thing. I got wife and kids. What am I? What, am, what the f- are you talking about, South Africa? Do they even have f- roadways out there? I'm not going to f- South Africa. Are you serious? They, they, uh, they, I'm, they, not, they, I'm not here. I'm not. I'm not hearing this correct, brother. I'm not hearing this correct, Mr. Roosevelt. I don't. South, what? Okay, my okay, kid plays just, baseball. Just, just, just Are you take, telling take, me to go take, to South Africa? Are you serious? Okay, this is Franklin. Hear me out here, man. Let me, like, like I said, they 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 pull names out of a pool, and uh, you and about 15 other guys are going to be going to different parts I don't of the world. What type of pool you pulled it in? You better put me back in the shallow part. You going to the deep end pool? Man, get the. F- I'm not going to f- South Africa. I am not going to South Africa. I'm not taking no malaria shots. I don't even got a passport. You want me to go to South Africa? Well, listen to me, Franklin. We're going to get you all the shots you need within the next 30 days, so you'll be set to go. I'm not going to. I go around go to South Africa, and Trump won't let me back in the country because of y'all. I'll quit right now. I'm not going to South Africa. It's a job exchange, Franklin. Okay, let me say this. What type of job exchange? So so what are we exchanging? You bringing South Africans over here, and then you bringing me over there? Y'all around, leave me. I'm not going. My wife is not going to be happy about this. I'm not going. My my son plays baseball. Can I I tell you this? Your your salary actually doubles the six months while you're over there? Don't Don't try to tell me about that in South African dollars. Or American dollars. What is it? What is it? It's Amer- you, you, it will you be American dollars. Don't, don't try that. It will be American me, dollars, man. Franklin. Fra- Franklin, it will be American dollars. I'm not going to no South Africa. I am not going. Matter of fact, this is my last day in the road. Y'all can come pick up this rig in the parking lot because I'm not going to South Africa. I don't care how you spell it or you say it. I ain't going. Okay. Okay, Franklin. Listen, you've been with the country, company eight-plus eight years, and I just got to tell you, you are obligated. You've been chosen out of a pool. All you have to do is six months. You're going to get paid double. Your family's going to be fine. You'll be back. And I ain't obligated months. to do shit, but drive a truck like I do every day. I'm not going. You can't tell me okay. about being obligated. Let me tell you what I'm obligated to do. I'm obligated to throw this truck in fourth gear and drive right through your in human resources window, because I ain't going to South Africa, and I keep telling you that. I told you that since you got on the damn phone. I ain't going nowhere. Oh, okay, uh, but, but 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 let me ask you something, Franklin. You you've been here for with us for eight some years, man. You don't you don't want to continue your job here with the company? I don't give a about this job right now. Trying to send me overseas like you're setting me up for something. I ain't going. Matter of fact, let me turn this truck on right now. I'm coming down to see you. Mr. Roosevelt. Okay, wait, 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 hold on now. Do you know uh, Jermaine Rivers? Yeah, I know Rivers. What do you got to do with it? Okay, 
Let me go on and say this, Franklin. This right here that you're talking to is nephew Tommy. And your boy Rivers got me to prank phone call you. You just got pranked by your boy, Jermaine Rivers. Oh, that mother... <laughs> Wait till I see Rivers. So you ain't no Rosa, though. And I ain't got to go to South Africa. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. This nephew Tommy, man, I be listening to y'all on the road. Oh, Rivers, you want to play around? I want to put some sugar in your tank. All right, Franklin, before we leave, man, tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you can't send. You can't send. You can't tell black people they got to leave here. Man, I tell you what. I think you're right. You're more. You're a little more ignorant in, in the one nine. In the one, in the one nine. nine. I'm trying yeah. to get started right yeah. in the one nine. I, I think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my first stop is Tampa, Florida, at the Improv. I will nice. be there. January 24th, 25th, and 26th, I will be in Tampa, Florida. I hope the weather's good. You know why? I'm going to play a little golf while I'm down there. I, I ain't played none this year, so let's get to it. Tampa's the best place for it. Okay. Ain't a whole lot of people played none this year, Tommy. You don't really say I know. <laughs> that, that, I know that. Already. He you said you ain't really, really said anything. <laughs> Because it's January. It's winter. It's winter in half. January 10th. Yeah. It's a pretty city. Mm-hmm. It is pretty. It is. A lot yeah. of waters. You know what's city. nice, too? What? West Palm Beach. Man. Yes. Nice. Oh, yeah. Woo! We have so much love there, too. Yeah. Shout out to West Palm Beach. We love you right back. We love you right back. Loyal. Loyal. So, okay. So, that's what your tour is looking like. Mm-hmm. First stop of the year. Okay. Well, uh, go to steveharvey.com and uh, find out everything you want to know about Tommy's tours and all that. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, like I said, Right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter subject, I found the perfect man. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live like we're doing this one. All right, let's go there. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, I thought I found the perfect man. (laughs) Is there such a thing? (laughs) We'll find out. All right, dear Stephen Shirley, I know I am a hardworking, educated, financially secure, good-looking, mature woman with a lot to offer. But since my divorce, I've been having trouble with dating because the men I meet say that I have too many prerequisites and they lose interest. My goal was to meet a man age 55 to 65, but instead, I finally met a man that is 75 years old. Oh, this is five years older than yesterday. Okay, he's retired, and uh, he's everything that I look for in a man. He's a sharp dresser, good-looking, financially stable, and he has good morals. In the beginning, he wanted to come over every night and get busy, but uh, I still have to go to work, so I had to cut him back to two to three nights per week and Saturday. (laughs) We enjoy going out together, and we've even had a nice vacation together. There's just one problem. 
He refuses to go to church with me. This past Sunday, he got mad at me and told me to stop nagging him about church. I could easily fall in love with this man, and we talk about our future and getting married, but the church issue upsets me. When we talk about marriage, I told him I could never say yes if he does not say yes to going to church. He told me that he will eventually just show up one Sunday, but it will be on his own terms, not because of my nagging. What advice do you have for me? My sister says I'm acting crazy and I should marry this man. She does not think it's a big deal. By the way, he does meet all of my other prerequisites. So what are your thoughts? Your thoughts are that I, my thoughts are that I agree wholeheartedly with your sister. You, you can't nag him. Nobody wants to be nagged. You don't want to be nagged. He says he's going to show up to church on his own terms. Let him do that, okay? Let him do it on his own terms. He may, you know, not like your church for some reason. Or, you know, maybe it takes him a minute to get in the spirit or whatever. Give him time. I mean, you guys haven't even uh, been together that long for you to make be making these kinds of demands on him. And probably if you'd let it go, he would show up to church with you one day. Uh, come on now. I don't think this is such a major issue that you have to nag him and nag him and nag him about it. This man is 75 years old. Uh, You're a mature woman. You didn't say your age. But anyway, uh, so far it's working out nicely. I mean, he's a good dresser. He's good looking, financially stable. You said in your letter he has good morals. Okay, he has good morals. So um, I, I, I think you're putting pressure on this man. I think just Smooth it out, wait a little bit, but definitely stop nagging him, or guess what? You're going to lose him. I'm going to tell you, nobody likes to be nagged. Steve? Shirley, 1,000% correct. I agree with her sister, too. What is this letter about? (laughs) Hell, both y'all old. (laughs) Both of y'all old. Oh, her and the man. (laughs) Now, you didn't want to say your man, but you come talking about you want a man between 55 and 65. Well, he's 75. Yeah, but he still looks good. He don't want to go to church. <laughs> he don't want to go to church. He a sharp dresser. He look good. He treats you right. He checks off all the blocks in, blocks in every category. And you talking about, they talking about marriage. You can't say... He can't say you can't say yes to him unless he say yes to you to to you going to church to him going to church with you. I have news for you. The reason I'm talking like this because I've been up all night. <laughs> Just trying to pull myself. Yeah. Mine is a little congestion. I have to apologize Don't again. Doggone it. Mine is, mine is chronic gambling. And okay, I was going to say, what do you mean you've been up all night? Vegas. Doing what? <laughs> He's in Vegas acting crazy. Uh-huh. See, Shirley, you wasn't here. I'm in Las Vegas at the convention. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, the convention there in Vegas. Yeah, see, you, but you was Vegas. late, so you didn't know that. Uh-huh. You'd have been here on time. Oh, okay. And you'd have known what's going on. Okay, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead, Yes. What yes. you mean you've been up all night? That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> I'm in here catching hell right now. <laughs> I should have been in the bed with my old ass. Well, you're not 75. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. I, man, I don't know what I was thinking about, but I can't do this no more. I'm hurting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting up in here. Let's get back to the letter. He's 75. He don't want to go to church. Mm-hmm. You nagging him to go to church. Now, 
I have personal experience with this. Oh, dear. My father didn't go to church much. He didn't. This is true. My mother and father were married for 64 years. Wow. That's a long time. Lifetime. Mm -hmm. I remember my father would go twice a year, sometimes on Easter. Yeah. And sometimes Christmas or Mother's Day. Oh, wow. My dad would go a couple times a year. He went a little bit more later on. Mm -hmm. But my dad was never much of a churchgoer. My dad was one of the finest men I ever knew. Because he, like this man said, you say, he's very moral. My father was a righteous man. Mm -hmm. He was righteous, man. This dude. He was just a good dude. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to pass up on this man like your sister say. You being crazy. First of all, how you going you gonna to find another one of these? <laughs> Sharp dressing, well-meaning, 75-year-old men that ain't got nobody, they not everywhere. How you found this one is beyond me, or how he found you is beyond me. I do not know. But I'll tell you what, though. What? You better stay with this man. Yeah. If I was you. Now, when we come back, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a different approach to why I think mm-hmm. he don't want to go to church. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll have part two of Steve's response. In particular. <laughs> coming up. <laughs> yeah, he may not like it, now, right? What's going yeah. on? Down at church. At church. Uh oh. Who your pastor? Mm-hmm. Uh, dun dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the subject of the strawberry letter today. I Does thought your I church sells sermons on tape after <laughs> service is over. He may have heard one. <laughs> I thought I, <laughs> I thought I found the perfect man. Part two of Steve's response coming up at twenty three after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, subject, I thought I found the perfect man. Hello? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this letter is simple. What? I'm, I told you I'm tired. I know, I know, I know. Now, listen to me. Mad at us for what you did. I'm on a delay. I'm on a delay. No, you're not. <laughs> Come on. Damn it. I'm on a delay, not my system. <laughs> oh, you the yourself. The mics and stuff is working fine. Oh, yeah. I'm on Steve Harvey. <laughs> mentally crazy. on a delay. Mm-hmm. You was just sleep. Stayed up all night long <laughs> like I'm 40. <laughs> it hurts, don't it? don't it hurt? Well, I remember when man, you went to sleep on Tom, the air that time we were hurts, in Vegas. Man. I can't do it no more. Oh, when he fell asleep in the on while we was on the air? Yeah, when we oh, were in man. Vegas. Had his shoes yeah. off, one shoe on. But wait, did you hear him say, ooh, that was I, some I, good sleep? Did you hear what he said? I dropped the mic. I dropped the mic. That's all we heard. Flow. I had them headsets on. They were so damn loud. I sat straight up. I looked at them two white men. I didn't know, he didn't know where they, they came from. But I, I yelled. I was fans. like, Steve! I, 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 <laughs> oh, man, me and Shirley laughed so hard. I thought so them hard. was fans. I said, I'll the white be man? 
Oh, yeah, we I were. He was fake. doing an interview. Yeah. He was doing an interview with some of our clients. Oh. I thought they had saw me counting cards at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, come on back to the letter, though. 75 years old, this man. Real simple. <laughs> this lady dating this man, he's her everything. If she's ever wanted a man, 75, sharp, dripping, steel, sleeping with it, and all this here. You get busy whenever you want to, but he don't want to go to church with me. It's just that what, simple. What's wrong with the church, though? Now, we're going to get into that because, see, <laughs> my father didn't go to church much either, so that don't make you a bad person. You could be a very righteous person, not be an attendee of church. But now you saying you've talked about marriage with him, but if he can't say yes to going to church, you can't say yes to getting married. Well, he keeps he's pretty adamant that you're nagging him about this church. Maybe he don't want to go to your church. What is wrong? Let's find out. First question. Does your church sell the sermon on CD or audio after service? A lot of churches do, Steve. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has he heard a <laughs> See, everybody pastor can't preach. This is true. See, no. what I maybe he don't want to sit up there to that dry sermon he be hearing. <laughs> what type of church you go? Is it Methodist? <laughs> well, that don't matter, do it? Stop that. Uh-uh. uh-uh. That don't matter. No, I'm just asking a question. Because it if it's Methodist, ain't no drums. <laughs> she didn't tambourines say. Tambourines or guitars. She did not say. Okay, well, whatever it is, maybe your pastor is dry. Let's hear another thing. Maybe what's what? the name of your? What? He's dry. He said. Dry. Oh, maybe your pastor's dry. You thought he said hi? Yeah. Now here's the next question. <laughs> Could be. What's the name of your choir? What do you mean? What do you mean the youth choir? See if it's got one of them names that mean they don't sound like the gospel songbirds. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Don't nobody, don't, they don't never sound good. Sorry, baby. <laughs> I ain't heard Bunch of one yet. old crows up there uh-uh. singing. They call themselves the songbirds. How they singing now? They got old crazy. Lordy, <laughs> my rock. Get out of And not with you. <laughs> no. Don't nobody want to sit through that. <laughs> Now, don't nobody. Don't know. Did you? I just want to see how I can phrase this and call it. Let me say. <laughs> yeah, uh, careful. <laughs> I don't think your pastor and your choir is up to par. That's all I have to say. Mm. And I think that this just been demoralizing for them to have to sit through the services that you're doing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> next question. Is your church a storefront? It's next to a liquor store. See, maybe he's a former alcoholic. And he can't go down there next to that liquor store and sit there and try to make it. He can't get through service. Maybe it's a zoning zoning issue with the church and the liquor store, Steve. Are you crazy? There ain't no zoning issues in the hood. Right. It's liquor store, check casting place, church, daycare. Yeah, and uh, a motel. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, motel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or a daycare. Check cash in place. Yeah. Or churches. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Ooh, a church. As in chicken. <laughs> yeah. 
did a uh, uh, somebody selling chickens. Live chickens? So, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> This answer to this is all over the place because <laughs> I've been up all night. Yes, but it's funny, I want to though. apologize like for this it. response <laughs> to the strawberry letter. Steve Harvey and Vegas gambling his ass. <laughs> you better do you, boo. <laughs> yeah. Now, here was crazy. Today, my, tomorrow, I got to be at work. I got to do three shows, man. Talk shows. Okay, so yeah. so at some point you need to get some sleep is what you're saying. Oh, I yeah. can't though, Shirley. I ain't been here in a while. <laughs> well, excuse me, Shirley, Steve. Uh, what is uh-huh. the advice to the lady that wrote the letter, Mr. I'm trying Harvey. to get it out of him. Yeah. Go oh, get her chick cash and go to the chicken house and then go to the little <laughs> store. Hey, go to church. <laughs> He's not coming down there. He's just oh, not coming. I don't know. Stop nagging I him. I don't know what to tell her. Mm. He ain't going down there. She's got to stop nagging him, though, That's right? That's a good point. Yeah, sure. she's got yeah. to. She's going to lose But him. I would say go on yeah. and marry this man and don't worry yeah. about it because, man, let me tell you something. It's hard to find good men. Yeah. And he's a good man. He righteous. He just don't go to church much. Now, he may eventually, like my father do, my father ended up going to church quite often. Mm. But, you know. She got all these happens. rules. Let him do it on stuff. his own. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. Uh, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. Is your shoes off right now, Steve? <laughs> no, I got them on. <laughs> All right. Coming no. up in 10 minutes, guys, our girl Cheryl Underwood. I'm going back downstairs. <laughs> from the talk is going to be here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, Carla's reality update is back for the new year. Uh That's right. That's right. But right now, please, Steve, introduce our girl from the talk, the one and only. Cheryl, the pearl, (laughs) under the wood. That's right, baby. And I sure miss my Steve Harvey morning show family. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And, um... I know it's the day after, but happy Founders Day, Jansley Brown, my brother of Phi Beta Sigma. So I have to say that. And we coming up to the Founders Day of Zeta Phi Beta. So happy birthday, to all, happy Founders Day to all my all my sons. New five. You know it. You know it. Listen, man. They got them. They got them. They got Listen. First of all, Pelosi ain't no joke. Oh, no, she's not. I love her. She ain't cracking no smile. Yeah, she came back with a vengeance. She did. Hell to the gnaw, to the double gnaw, no, no. You ain't getting no money for this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did you say, Junior? Who did you say they was? Oh, a, a Schumer. You, who you Cagney. said they were? Oh, Cagney and Lacey. You said they were Cagney and Lacey? Uh-uh, yeah. that's, that's Joe Friday. That's Joe. <laughs> that's Dragnet right there. That's What's the other dude that was with Joe Friday? The other dude, uh, Morgan, Harry Morgan, that went to play on MASH. That's that Joe Friday Who right you there. You went back, Cheryl. You, you, you went so far back. Oh, listen to me. What, I should have did my mother the car. Remember my mother the car? Come <laughs> <laughs> oh, Old school shows right there. But they, listen to me, they ain't giving him no rhythm. President Trump should have did everything he had to do when he had control of the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. They ain't giving him no love. And that new dude that they got in that bar that they about to put into the Justice Department. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he done already said, I- I'm cool with Mueller, whatever he trying to do. <laughs> I'm trying to hear it. <laughs> 
So this ain't going to go the way he thinks. The Agent Orange is out the building. Commander and Cheeto ain't happening no more. <laughs> it is done, baby. And I'm a Republican. And when Republicans start bailing on each other, it's over, baby. And they bailing on each other. They they bailing on each other. I'm so, so, so what are you saying, Cheryl? What, what? What's, what's going on, basically? What, well, I'm going to tell you what I think going to happen. Okay. I think they building the legal case. See, how they got Richard Nixon to resign with the Watergate, mm-hmm. he went to the Senate, and they said, we don't have the votes to save you from this impeachment. So he resigned. I believe Trump's is going to resign to save his family because all of them going to jail, all his friends going to jail, and he going to go to jail. You think he's going to resign, Cheryl? Yeah, girl. He he's not a before, quitter. Before Donald, Trump, Cheryl? Donald Trump? He going to resign in 2019. You know why? <laughs> why? Mueller is not talking, and he looked just like the boy off Law and & Order. And that's <laughs> Jack, Jack. Jordy looked like the tall. Yeah, what the uh-huh. What that white man name? He looked uh, just like him. Uh, uh, it's over. It's over. He gonna hear the music. It's over. Yeah, I thought he was still alive. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm thinking about the wrong person. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's still alive. Wait a minute, Lenny. Uh, I'm thinking about Lenny. Let me tell you. Oh, the dude that used to be the song and dance man that was in Guys and Dolls. Uh, he's uh-huh. the one. Jack that McCoy. Yeah, Jack, Jack McCoy. Jack McCoy. It's going down, baby. But wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I got questions. What? Yes. what kind of lace front are we wearing now? <laughs> you been listening. Listen, y'all know I got the shiny ball spot in the front, so I need to know how is Usher? <laughs> Usher. <laughs> and Usher. He, he got his hair done too. <laughs> Let me tell you, I need to know what they using. Is they what are they using? Cream of nature? What are they, <laughs> yeah. Sulfur eight. Sulfur eight, baby. Ooh. What are they using? Are they using Afro sheen? Ooh. What are they using? Because the hair's thick and beautiful when they walk. Bring them back, pippin', pippin', pippin'. Fried dilate to the side. <laughs> I need to know what they use. You don't have to be bald. Oh, I, well, I, well, I, I don't have no choice. Nothing. Not you. No, I have nothing to hang on Girl. to. No, you got to have something to hang on in the front. Because when you, I don't sweat, but I do get the vapors. And that brings. <laughs> <laughs> so the glue don't hold it down enough. So it lay down, then it roll up. So now I need to know what Usher is using for Usher real. has cute and young jock. You seen this? Yeah, oh, I, oh, I like young beautiful. jock when he first did it. <laughs> yeah. I like now Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon oh was God, on our I show. He cut his hair off. Yeah. But I like did. that. He I like that that curl uh-huh. that was hanging down. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, like they, he was off Cottage Grove. They said he looked like a preacher, yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. did. he looked like one of the dudes that be hanging out at the Godfather show this you know I had to go back to Chicago. <laughs> Listen to me. Steve Harvey. Yeah. The Filipino girl won the Miss Universe. Yeah, yes, All the did. Filipino. Every Filipino Rightfully I know. Rightfully so. I thought the girl from South Africa was going to win. Yes. Yeah. 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 She, um, she did her thing. Uh, she was fabulous, but she fumbled at the end. At the end, yeah. With her question, she fumbled it. Yeah. And I think that cost her the crown. That's what cost her the crown. But they could have easily given it to Miss Venezuela, though. Venezuela. Oh, she was gorgeous, too. Yeah, she yeah. was. She looked good. Yeah, she You know, Steve, beautiful. you done brought it back. I tell you, Steve, I told you, we was not watching Miss Universe. Last time we watched was in the mid-70s when that black girl won from Trinidad, Tobago. That dark-skinned black oh, girl yeah. named Commission. She won. And now we watch every year. Because, Steve, you make the show. You you make the show. I mean, the women are beautiful. But we really watching for you, no. Steve. Harvey. 
No, no. Yeah, we. Yeah, I'll watch be watching to see the outfit. No, no. no the jacket. Oh, it's clean this year. Oh, no. That I, oh, I was getting ready to say that jacket, that Boy, black velvet. What I say, Cheryl? That bling on it? Oh, what I say, Cheryl? Somebody say something about it. That was a nice jacket. Listen to <laughs> me, Steve. Beautiful. I need I need a 35 wide for that for the daytime wide. Envy. You're so stupid. I need, I need a 42 <laughs> wide, Steve, so I can get, get them buttons around my stomach. That was a cold jacket, boy. <laughs> cold blood. That was a cold-blooded jacket. No, next year. Next yeah, year. I need a 42 wide right in the I'm middle sure, of the way. I hope they do it in South Africa next year. Ooh, Ooh I'm going to go to that. Change next year. Woo! To the I'm motherland. Change next year. All right, Cheryl, we thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. I love you. you. Happy pre-birthday, Steve Harvey. Don't act like I don't know when your birthday is. <laughs> Praise All God. Right. I sure want to get there. Because I know you have good meat at your birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Cheryl, we had to bring you back in because you talked about a lot of stuff, but you did not hit Chicago homie. R. Kelly. Oh, let me tell you something, Shirley Scrabbers. I was trying to restrain myself, but I have a personal story. Want to hear it? Okay. Yeah. I was talking to R. Kelly in the ladies' bathroom of the Copper Box. Shirley Strawberry, don't, don't look at me the crazy. Copper box. I remember and the, the Copper, copper box. box. That's yeah. right. Right off on the Wild Wild Hundreds. Yeah. And I knew he was a trip then. I was singing with a band called Platinum Touch, uh, Tommy. <laughs> what? Platinum <laughs> Touch? Yeah, that's the name of the band, Junior. It's Platinum Touch. Why Wait, is you this were, going crazy? You were singing? Because, yeah, I was singing with a band for real, Steve. And I was singing, uh, what's the song? You gonna make me love somebody else? Was that the Jones Girls? Uh-huh. If you yeah, keep on well, treating me the way you do? Yeah. I sang my song, uh-huh. you know, and after I, you know, kept drinking that Crown Royal, I had to go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom. Was Ara Kelly? <laughs> no, Ara Cheryl. Ke- yes, and I knew he was strange then because you know they have peppermint, they have deodorant, they have all kinds. Of- I said, "What is you gonna catch me, Carla? Catch me? Ready? <laughs> yeah. Ready? I'm what ready. is your black ass doing in the bathroom? <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Now people say, "Well, why is his music going up? Because people have a morbid curiosity. Now, ignition was the cut, but we." We all knew something was wrong with this Negro when he made Seem Like You Ready and 12 play, because that's ignorant right there. And let me tell you what you need to do. Now, listen, he got away with it because I think, now this is my personal opinion, they paid off everybody so that they wouldn't do what they need to do. That's what I believe. And I believe this is a cult. I'm telling the truth. Listen, <laughs> Common is right that the community, we let these girls down. We yeah, did. The community yeah, let these girls did. down. I love John Legend. Now, he might sing soft and lovable, but he hard as a mug. Because John Legend say, I done had no compulsion to pull back on him. I wasn't supporting that. So you you going to do the crime and the time? Dead on it. Yeah. That's, that's well, how you know, I I just think that he is, I, you know, I, I think, for me, just being honest, I was completely stunned watching this thing. Yes. A lot of people you know, were. Yes. It, it kills me when people go, I knew. I knew. Well, if you knew that and your ass didn't do nothing, it's something wrong with you. You just That's like right. the people that work for him, sitting up there in black shadow and all that. I used to see him come in. Well, dog, why ain't you do nothing? I can honestly say I had no idea it was of this magnitude. Had I known this, 
Mm-hmm. I, I promise you I would have done something because I'm that type of dude, man. Right, right. I don't care who you are. No. I don't care who you are, how cool we are. That's right. But there is no way. And I feel like Common and I feel like so many black men feel today. Mm-hmm. We feel like we let so many women down. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. as That's a right. black Babies. man, I take responsible responsibility for that. Even though I didn't know. How didn't we know? But Steve, all Steve, let me ask you a question. No, what would you? How did what, all of this get past? But what? I'm gonna tell you, honest to God, truth. When you go to people and they being brainwashed and they got Stockholm syndrome, even if you say you don't need to be about this life so hard that you will let this happen, and then people denying that it ever happened, they are family so members. No, 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 no. Because now we provide the out. Because we're saying that, you know, you you knew and you was grown and, and, and family members. No, I'm saying that mm-hmm. this dude right here, for what he did, his ass deserves to ask whipping for brainwashing them. Yes, I agree Making them feel some kind of way. For destroying their self-esteem. I agree with you. For taking advantage of That's them. Right, for Steve. using them. Punk ass pimp mentality on all these sisters. That's what I'm Pids, angry man. about. Yeah. Babies, I didn't even yeah. see his ass. Oh, man. listen. I it's... didn't even see him doing it to him like that. And I wish I had a because I would have done something. Now, what would you have done, Steve? All I can tell you is it wouldn't have been legal. Well, let me tell you something. I think that it got to go further than this. You got to cut. Uh, I believe I can fly out of Space Jam. You got to lose the contract at RCA. See, people don't take this serious until you hit them in the pocket. Then the pocket, you got to hit them in the pocket. But I'm gonna tell you something from the things that I knew and the things that I saw. And when I was say, you know, was like that that girl looked kind of young. What is that? What is what is that going on? If people don't listen to you, mm-hmm. all you doing is talking to somebody. Well, Cheryl, get up out of here. I will. Okay, but that's that's a child. And then the family members, I'm not giving him a pass. I'm just saying we as a culture need to stop doing it to ourselves. You need to stop wanting to be famous so bad that you bring your child over there to that. That's right. You brought your child over there. Or you don't want to admit that it even happened, knowing good and damn well you had a marriage license that you had to annul it. But you would say, oh, make my child famous. Let my child go backstage. Me and Leslie Jones telling R. Kelly jokes back then, trying to get it out. But all I can say Stop is. using your kids as your damn you meal ticket. Meal ticket. Right. That's it, Steve. Right. That's Give it. Give them a chance to grow up and develop where they can make smarter decisions. That's right. Most child stars in this business, Shirley, you know this for a fact. That's right. Most child stars, when that little cute period, that little character's gone, they have a dismal life because they've been coddled and they don't know the realities of life. So they've never been given the real shot at life. Then they grow up, they ain't cute no more. But when you're 40, that don't mean a damn thing. No. See, no. Emmanuel Lewis took himself and went to college and school. Sure did. Emmanuel Lewis went on with his life. Mm-hmm. The average child star does not pick up the pieces well. No. And when we take our children and push them into the business, because that's their ticket, they want to be famous and rich, because mm-hmm. the parents That's what the parents want. That's what the parents mm-hmm. want that, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sitting up here talking about she's 17, talking about, if y'all don't let me, I'm going to just do this. Well, i tell you what. You're going to do it with the skin off your ass. How about that?
you know. And you can't even talk about, you know, what we would normally do. You can't talk about corporal punishment now. You can't talk about who has responsibility for an underage child because that's how he started. They may have been grown women by the time this story came out. And, you know, and people knew what was going on, and people worked with him. But why all right. aren't people talking? All the people that work with him that wouldn't didn't want to talk about it on camera. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to end with this. Because they were black, and it was a different socioeconomic background, look how long this was allowed. Mm. Oh, absolutely, Cheryl. Yes, Th- let's, let's be real. Yeah. Let's and- be real. We need to stop killing each other. We need to start having respect for each other, and we need to look out for each other. That jailhouse right. justice is no joke. No You're joke. right, Cheryl. You're no right. right. Thank you so much. We appreciate that so much. Wow. Uh, that kind of put it all into perspective. We're going to switch gears. Yeah, switch gears here. Uh, Carla's standing by with the first reality update for the year for the 1-9. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're coming back with Carla's reality <laughs> update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Our girl Carla is here with our first reality update of the year of the 1-9. Carla, what you got, girl? Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. It is reality update. And in 2019, I introduced her, Shirley. You don't do that. Okay? Oh, but you 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 come in here late. No, you come in here late, you don't even know who you intro and all that's okay. <sighs> Carl, you got mad. You yeah. got mad. so stupid. <laughs> well, thank you, Shirley. Thank you, nephew. And wait a minute, Steve. You here for it? What'd you say? Oh, uh, you know this is what I'm here for. <laughs> All right, let's go. With I'm those. an expert in reality. Everything. Okay, for real. You created reality radio, remember? Mm. Yes. Girl, you I'm is reality. Who <laughs> I'm is? I'm is. All right. I am. Uh, I don't know. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Kind of, it's kind of slow. Uh, I'm just struggling a little bit with the show. But here we go again. Candy and Portia, they're beefing. Portia was invited to Todd's birthday party. Candy and Todd. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, She threw a birthday party for her husband. Portia came to the birthday party. Portia's current baby daddy, her current baby daddy, his ex-girlfriend was there. The ex-girlfriend was all talking to him, and they were a little too close. Portia was like, what's going on? What's happening? Kiss on the cheek. Long story short, Candy's crew kind of threw Portia out the party. Mm-hmm. And Portia was upset. Mm-hmm. She texts Candy about it. And Candy was like, I'll get back with you. I'm going to see what's going on, blah, 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 blah. So Candy didn't really see what happened, but her crew updated her and told her what went down at the party. I'm going to tell you about that. But first, I want to tell you about Cynthia and Mike Hill, because Steve, oh, you introduced them, right? Mike and Who? Cynthia Bailey, oh, Mike yeah, Hill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. so he came into town, and, uh, you know, they're dating long distance, and they've mm-hmm. been dating for a while. And Nene and Greg, though, they're still friends with Cynthia's ex, Peter. Peter. Yes. Peter. Papa, Papa Smurf. Yeah. So gotcha. Peter. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so Go Peter came by the house, and they're, you know, Nene and Greg right now on Team Peter. That's so it's awkward. Yeah, it's awkward, yeah. right? Right, 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 right. So she was wondering, was he going to pop the question? He did ask her to be his lady. So it was like they're exclusive now. So like, she will was, you go with me yeah, when we yeah, were yeah. in grade school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was like, womp, womp, womp. So they're really exclusive now. So, you know, Cynthia's happy. Leading up to that, they had this hibachi grill party, Eva mm. and all them through the party. So here comes Candy and Portia. Uh-oh. Right. 
So they haven't really talked since Portia got thrown out oh, of the birthday you. party. Okay. So that's yeah. why I had to lead back got up to you. that. Portia told Nene uh. and Cynthia that she was pregnant, that she's expecting. So, but Candy doesn't know this. Oh. So, yeah, they're at the party and they're talking and they're at the... Um, one of the other new cast members there at her house. Mm -hmm. I can't think of her name right now. I think it's Tanya. But anyway, they're at her house. And so it just got heated. Mm -hmm. And then Candy, you know, just real quickly, Candy and Portia, they're beefing, they're arguing with each other. And so, and I agree with what Cynthia was saying. Candy doesn't know that Portia's pregnant. pregnant. Well, but Portia, you know you're yeah. pregnant. Yeah. So calm all that down and all that yelling and yeah. screaming. The baby don't need to but be here. What did Portia right. do, though? Mm -hmm. what, did they, what did she do? They said that she was causing drama, but Portia was like, her point to Candy was, you're my friend. Uh -huh. So you should have followed up and said, what happened? Yeah. You know, what happened? Why did you get thrown out the party? And so Portia felt like Candy wasn't her friend and... Candy was like, whatever, yeah. you know, it just got ugly. But anyway, we got to go. Yeah. Hit me up at Lips by Carla. We can talk more about it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, tomorrow morning, guys, make sure you tune into the Steve Harvey Morning Show because Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart will be our very special guest host hey. tomorrow. Here we go, Kevin. Yeah. Come on, baby. Kev? Anybody yeah. see his interview? Uh, I saw a little part of it. Uh, um, Good Morning America. Good Morning America. GMA. With Michael Strahan. Uh, with Michael Strahan. One thing he said that I loved, and he said it repeatedly throughout the interview, I'm done with it. I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm done with it. So what do you have to say about this, Kevin? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Say this. I'm done <laughs> with it. <laughs> well, what about this? What I'm was a, he referring to? The, about the whole, you know, Oscar controversy, you know, with the um, oh. the, the gay statements he had made. That, that, that right back, there, back, he back took that the too far. Yeah. The man apologized some time ago. Years ago. Yes. Yeah. And, and recently, and recently he apologized too. again. Yeah. So that's why he said he's, yeah. he's done. So he'll be with us tomorrow to yeah. chop it up, Steve. Yeah. But yeah, he's so not going to talk about that. I can tell you that. He's going to talk about it on this damn show. That's what he's going to do. Based on that interview, he's done. We're going to have fun. I don't give a what he said on GMA. He yeah. said because it's never enough. He said it's never, ever enough. All right. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about... Kevin's new movie, it's called The Upside with Brian Cranston. That looks that good. Looks so I, I good. Looks good. Yeah, saw, that man. looks really good. So join us tomorrow morning for Kevin Hart. And in other news, Steve, um, entertainment news, many women, I, I know everybody wears a lace front wig from time to time. Yeah, I'm getting ready to color my hair. And y'all wear it to... well. You wear it well. Thank you. Thank I, you I mean, you know, but apparently Meek Mill, who knew? I didn't know you had on no lace front wig. I'm just going to keep it <laughs> yeah, you don't. If if they're done right, you don't no, know. I don't, I don't that's, know. That's the thing, Steve. If they're done right, you don't. If know. you don't take it off in front of me, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you got it on. I you love it, Tommy. I, mean, I love it. Just don't take it off so in front of me. So you're not upset about I'm it. I'm not no. upset about it. Okay. Nothing. No, it's no problem. But technically, it ain't none of my damn business. Exactly. As long right. as you know looks what I'm saying. Good. Look, if you're not my woman, <laughs> right. I can't comment on what you're doing with your hair. Right, but you're not my woman. Meek Mill, Steve said, uh, lace front wigs are whack. I'm protesting them. Uh, and after being trolled, Meek issued this response. I'm sorry. I just had a few bad lace uh, experiences that traumatized me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you ever get food poisoning from eating something and never want to eat it again? He said, that's the I've same feeling. <laughs> that is the same feeling. He said, I'm off Twitter. I'm still not ready for okay, this. Okay, let me uh, some, explain lace front to me. Okay, 
lace front, how they make them, they put like um, hair, weave hair or wig hair on top of, you know what a piece of like um, nylon uh, Mesh. Uh, hose yeah. or yeah. stocking Netting looks like. Looks like. Or, yeah. yeah. Different, yeah, yeah. different forms. And, they, and it, it matches the, your skin color, so you can't tell where the wig begins and your skin ends. And it, oh, it, they, okay. do, it really, oh, they okay. do it really well. Okay, but if you can tell, it's probably where Meek has Exactly, from. yeah, that's exactly what oh, you Oh, like if your starts back up your head. So. <laughs> you know what? Or it's, too, or it's too far down on your forehead. or. You Made your like, point. Yes. Like right above no, I'm your just eyebrows. saying. I, I kind of think I know where he's going. Too much baby hair out. You know something. He talking if, about the if one. If it don't, if your lace front don't match the hair that's showing <laughs> in, if your lace front ain't the only hair that's in the front. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> Coming up, our last break of the day, and Steve's closing remarks. Right after this at uh, 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Out the gate, Steve, you were so powerful with your first closing remark for us. And um, oh, this it's past tre- Monday. Yeah, this past Monday. And, and it's trending now. And people are just into it. And we thought it'd be good, you know, if you do that again. Well, I mean, yeah, well, we're going to play it now. Oh, good. Okay. We'll, okay. we'll yeah. run it again because I want to hear it because, you know, I don't write closing remarks down. I just do them. They're from the heart. Right the top yeah. of my head and my heart, you mm-hmm. know, because I like for people to listen to me as I'm thinking. You know, I don't want people, I don't want to be scripted with people. So this is these are, this is a, a redo of what I did. I hope you enjoy it. Y'all have a great weekend, Case. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about it. And as always, as we set out on these new years, people have a tendency to make resolutions. I don't I don't make resolutions for the new year because as soon as I think of what I want to do to improve myself, I don't wait to start improving at the beginning of the year. I start on Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving. I start August 22nd. It don't matter. When, the moment I think. So I, I used to do resolutions, but I don't do them anymore because... Life is too short to wait till the start of the year to begin. But how about if we look at it this way? Since God has afforded you this incredible opportunity called life, and we are all here, and even against all the odds, we somehow made it to 2019, I want to say this to you. You have a say-so in how your year go. You have a say-so in how your year go. You do not have to sit here and just play it by ear. You have choices. You have decisions. You have the right to view it positively or negatively. You have the right to view your glass as half full or half empty. You have the right to accept righteousness or evil. You have the choice. That's the beauty about being a human. God, when he created us as creatures, as creators, as as he created us as creatures, he gave us as the human creature, the only one that has the power of choice in all areas of life. We can choose when we mate, where we live, how we live, who we mate with, where we stay, what we wear, how we dress, the climate we live in. Look, polar bears have to live in polar regions. 
penguins have to live, fish have to live in the ocean. It's the way it is. Bears got to be in woods. That's how it. We can go live on the desert. We can live on a mountaintop. We get choices. 2019 is your year to make better choices. If you weren't happy with the way 2018 went for you, you have a decision to make. You can change your thought process, and by changing your thought process, you can change the outcome. Now listen to this. You can't do anything about everything that happens to you. There's nothing you can do about what's going to happen to you. But you can do something about every single thing that happens to you. You can have the attitude so when it happens to you, it does not destroy you. You've got to stop letting mishaps that come along in your life wipe you out and cause you to pause so long that you're no longer in perpetual forward motion and you wind up stuck on stupid. You have a choice to accept everything as a child of God and say, you know what? He probably got something better for me. For example, they're going to close a door on me in 2019. You think I'm tripping about that? They already told me they're probably going to close this door on me in 2019. All that means for me is God has another door for me to open, for me to walk through. He's going to open another door. These people that make these decisions at these networks and stuff, they don't control my life. They control that little piece of section over there. I got the rest of it. I'm God in charge of me. So every door that closes for you in 2019, if you understand that that allows for an opportunity for another door to open, maybe I need some more rest. Maybe I've been working too hard. Maybe this is his way of saying, hey, partner, you're going to slow down. I'm going to help you slow down. I ain't finna fall. I ain't going to have to sell nothing. I ain't going to lose nothing. But I've learned to accept God's will and understand that everything that happens to me happens to me for my good and my betterment because the God I serve didn't bring me this far to leave me. You tell me, why would God lift you to the height that he got you to just to see you fall? That's not the God we serve. That's not God. Don't let nobody deceive you. That ain't God. When something happens in your life, it's an opportunity, man. That's all 2019 is. It's gonna be a series of opportunities. When they tell you no, it's gonna create another opportunity. If they tell you you're cancel, it's gonna create another opportunity. If they tell you, well, we don't think so, it's because they don't know. You think I care about somebody telling me how they feel about me or a show I got? You think, you think they made me? Them people didn't make me, man. They just give me the opportunity to go do something else. I ain't got to sit around and be wondering, tripping about what you're going to do with me. I know how to forge and pray and earn and work for other opportunities. This ain't the only country. I'm global. The God I serve is international. See, that's what I know. Don't let 2019 get by you without understanding that you have a say-so and just how it go. So come on, man. Get your attitude right. Keep talking to God. Pray. Ask for guidance and assistance and see if God don't show you the way. That's how you get through 2019. That's how we got through 18. Woo, you thought you it. wasn't going to make it, but here you come is. Come on, boy. Yeah.
You better. I got to go. Y'all have a nice weekend. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 